Just, just, just words. words. Just words. Finding the line between free speech and protecting the vulnerable. You can't say or do anything anymore, otherwise you'll be dragged off to the law courts. Why is this the pressing issue of our time? Welcome to our final podcast extra of Just Words for this week. Uh, this is the one where we speak to 18C complainant and Liberal Democratic Senator David Lionhelm. But before we do that, we just want to update you on what went down in the Senate on Thursday evening. Now, a late night debate on the proposed changes to the Racial Discrimination Act saw an alliance by Labor, Greens, Nick Xenophon's team and even Jackie Lambie to vote down the proposed changes to 18C. That vote went 31 to 28. This means that the plan to remove offend, insult or humiliate from Section 18C and replace it with the term harass will no longer go ahead, although we do expect to see some changes to the processes of the Human Rights Commission. It's interesting that the vote took place in the Senate as now Turnbull is able to blame the failure of the bill on the crossbench. But it's clear the far right in his party won't be dropping the issue anytime soon, with calls to take the issue to the next federal election. Just Words spoke to Senator David Lionhelm the day Malcolm Turnbull introduced the draft laws on the 21st of March. The senator is pro removing the current wording of the law, striking out the terms offend, insult and humiliate and replacing it with harass. And according to him, if you want to take offence to racial abuse, well, that's your choice. David has a personal experience with 18C himself after he was infamously labelled by Fairfax journo Mark Kenny as an angry white man. In response to the piece, the senator lodged a complaint with the Human Rights Commission alleging the use of the term angry white male as a breach of the Racial Discrimination Act. Now, Lionhelm's attempt to access 18C was to help improve his point that 18C places an undue burden on free speech. But we'll go into that more next week when we take a deep dive onto what exactly went down there. Senator Lionhelm spoke to Just Words producer Miles Holbrook-Walk prior to the voting down on the 18C amendments bill. Okay, Senator Lionhelm, today is the UN's International Day for the Elimination of Racial Discrimination and the Coalition is debating making serious amendments to our race-hate laws. What's your position on 18C and is this an appropriate day to be having such discussions? It's always a good day to have a discussion about free speech and uh, race-hate is not the same as... uh, uh, I mean, but this is about racial discrimination. This is about the elimination of racial discrimination rather than race-hate. Yeah, that's right. And uh, uh, Section 18C is nothing to do with either racial discrimination or race hate. It's about words that people don't want to hear. It's about uh, hurt feelings. And uh, neither uh, hurt feelings is not about racial discrimination, nor is it about um, race hate. So um, getting the government out of uh, regulating hurt feelings, I think, is uh, very important. There is always a good day for... uh, for uh, getting the government out of things it shouldn't be involved in. And that's even and, uh, on the, the day for International Day for the Elimination for Racial Discrimination? I just want to clarify well, that. Well, just as I explained it to you, um, Section 18C has nothing to do with racial discrimination. It's about hurt feelings. The way the law has been interpreted by judges means that offence is not taken to be the everyday term. Uh, it can't be a mere slight and it needs to be a serious matter. So do we really need these changes? Yes, we do. Um, the law shouldn't be involved in protecting our feelings uh, under any circumstances. And uh, also the test for 18C isn't the reasonable person test. It's, uh, it's a representative of, of an aggrieved person or, a, a, you know, it's, it's uh, based on 
uh, an aggrieved person or someone of that group. So not only is it a subjective test of uh, feelings, but it's not even the typical legal test of the of the man on the Clapham bus or the person on the Bondi tram, which the court applies in all other cases. So it's a very, uh, very distinctive test, which is about protecting the feelings of people who may not have uh, attitudes that are consistent with the rest of the community. The Joint Parliamentary Committee stopped short of making any clear recommendations to ATC as they couldn't reach consensus. We've seen today that Turnbull's ministry is discussing removing offend and insult and replacing that with harass. Uh, would, you have, would you be happy with that? My preferred position is to repeal ATC entirely. I don't think the government needs to uh, uh, involve itself in protecting hurt feelings. But uh, I don't believe the perfect should be the enemy of the good. So re- removing uh, insult, offend, and I, I would like to see humiliate also. It's a very subjective uh, feeling uh, removed from the law. Intimidate is also in this section, 18C, but it's also already covered by other legislation. So it's irrelevant. So therefore, 18C could be repealed. But harass has a more definite legal uh, meaning. It's, uh, it's it's also less subjective. It's less about feelings. It's it's more uh, able to be determined by an independent person looking at it from from the basis of facts, not trying to read somebody's mind. Um, so harass would be an improvement. So I wouldn't stand in the way of improvements to this. But as I said, my preferred position would be repeal of 18C. It isn't necessary. And just speaking um, to potential changes of 18C, if you couldn't have a full-scale repeal. You talked about how it's not the average person test now. Uh, it needs to be someone in that tangible group. Uh, uh, do you think that should change? Yes. yes. This is the only legislation, as far as I'm aware, where we don't have the reasonable person test as it's known to the law. Um, this, is, uh, this is a person from an aggrieved, uh, an aggrieved group, the feelings of an aggrieved group, not, not just everybody or anybody. All other legislation where you have a reasonable person test is the person, the man and the Clapham bus or the person on the Bondi tram. And um, that's a concept well known in the law. And uh, even introducing that would be an improvement on the current situation. Now, there have been a number of proposed changes to the Australian Human Rights Commission as well. I mean, do these proposed changes, like knocking out vexatious claims and time limits on uh, legal challenges, do you support them? Yes, I'd support them. I mean, in the end, um, we shouldn't be... Uh, looking for process improvements, procedural improvements as remedies for flaws in the law, though. So, you know, they'd be good to have those sort of things there. You should always try and make the law as efficient and, and uh, clear-cut and predictable as possible. But, uh, but in the end, uh, this legislation is flawed right from the beginning, from, from its very, very origins. It is attempting to legislate to protect people from hurt feelings. Now, um, you can imagine how that might go if we got into legislating other feelings, you know, love, hate, disgust, uh, that sort of thing. But the law has no place in those things. There is a private realm and there is a public realm, and uh, the law has no no business in the private realm, and feelings are very much a private matter. Now, all that might be the case, but the Nick Xenophon team seem to have indicated they're going to block this bill. Is that like, in terms of removing offended and insult, is that likely that any change will then come? And I suppose more as well, is Malcolm Turnbull being wedged on this issue by his own party? 
Uh, well, uh, first of all, Nick Xenophon team uh, haven't said they're going to block anything. Um, there's I nothing mean, Sterling, to block at the uh, moment. Sterling Griff they did don't... say he was personally against removing offended and salt, though, and he's part of the Nick Xenophon team. Yeah, well, that's right, but there's four of them in the Nick Xenophon team. They haven't reached any decision because there's nothing to reach a decision about because we don't actually know what uh, what the proposal is. And is, uh, So your second question is uh, whether uh, Malcolm Turnbull is being wedged on this. No. Uh, the Liberal Party is a is a big organisation. They have a diverse range of views. He is quite in favour of free speech personally, but like the Labor Party, Malcolm Turnbull is not a dictator of the party. But a number um, of sure. Liberal moderates are actually fighting to stop the changes as well. Like you know, Craig Laundy, he's one who said he fears it will alienate ethnic communities. Uh, now this also happened to Tony Abbott in 2014. Do you think that this could be repeated, though, that you know, some of the people within the Liberal Party who don't support the changes to 18C could push, uh, push back against any proposed changes? Well, I would be surprised. I'm not a member of the Liberal Party, and uh, so I don't know what goes on in their party rooms. But I'd be very surprised if uh, any decisions they make in the party room are unanimous. Um, I would have thought that there would be people who were unhappy about uh, any de- every decision they make, uh, probably different people on different decisions. But... Uh, yes, Craig Laundie is opposed to re- repealing 18C. What he's worried about is uh, losing his seat. Um, you know, it's understandable. I, I, I don't think he's right to have that to take that point of view. I think there are bigger issues at stake. But uh, but he's you know it's understandable that he takes that point of view. You, um, you, you, you know there may be that... there may well be others as well. Um, but that that's not but Craig really, Laundie uh, might actually be wanting to represent the interests of his community, which is a multicultural one, which, which might have people that he is worried will become, you know, victims of, you know, uh, victims of these law changes. Well, nobody will be a victim by free speech, uh, be made a victim by uh, enhancing free speech. Nobody is uh, protected by uh, these restrictions of 18C. It they won't uh, affect hate speech, um, you have to remember that uh, speech is only a reflection of opinions and it is opinions that matter. How do you change opinions if somebody is racist? And most of the cases that have come up to 18C have not been racist. But if, if a person is genuinely racist, believes racist thoughts, they're not going to change those thoughts simply because of 18C and not being able to or running the risk of uh, being dragged up in front of the um, Human Rights Commission um, on the basis of 18C. What we have to do is change attitudes if, they, if people have racist well, attitudes. Well, OK, but if you do someone's that, right... you do to... that by, by further speech. I lived in South Africa and Rhodesia during the apartheid era. I've seen racism up close and personal. And I can tell you that uh, the best way to deal with racism is to uh, uh, confront it with words, not by suppressing words. All right, but is someone's right to racially vilify someone greater than someone's right to be free from racial discrimination? Uh, yes, we're not preventing racial discrimination by um, uh, through 18C, though, are we? That's not that's not an either-or argument. Well, a number of people in ethnic communities, uh, uh, members of them, have said that removing offended insult from 18C is bad policy and it is bad politics, and this could even result in more litigation. I mean, isn't that something that's likely as some a fallout from uh, the ch- change in policy? Uh, quite a lot of the, those people come from countries which don't have a tradition of free speech, and uh, and therefore they don't they don't understand uh, the importance of free speech to a free and democratic society. The free speech has a very long tradition in, in the common law culture of, uh, that Australia represents, 
And uh, those people who are fearful of uh, uh, of free speech need to understand that it's it's, in, it's embedded in Australian values. Now they can be fearful about it if they like, but they have got nothing to be fearful uh, about unless it, it unless they under uh, of the view that. Uh, Suppressing speech suppresses attitudes, and of course it doesn't. It doesn't anywhere in the world. Do Australians have a right to be a bigot then? Yes, of course they do. Everyone has a right to be a bigot. Um, How on earth is the law not going to to prevent you from being a bigot? You do do know what a bigot means, don't you? It's somebody who won't listen to somebody else's opinion. Okay, but just going back to this thing about removing offended insult and people being able to have free speech, what is it that people aren't able to say at the moment that they can say? Or rather, a, that they would be able that, to say if legislation was changed? Yeah. That, that's a particularly stupid argument. Um, we should be able to say anything we like, and, uh, and, the, and the reality is... Yeah, and I'm that, just asking uh, what people can't say. They can't say things that are in breach of Section 18C. They can't say things that, are, uh, that offend or insult somebody... Uh, on the basis of uh, a, a very uh, narrow point of view, uh, an unrepresentative point of view uh, in relation to feelings. That's what they can't say. And what, the, what they risk is uh, uh, a long litigious uh, legal process, uh, which is uh, potentially expensive in terms of legal fees, as the QUT students discovered. And, and it's totally unnecessary and it's also immoral and unjustified. And what about the woman on the bus who is racially abused? If we remove 18C, what what happens to her? I mean, well, if she's racially abused, and it obviously means 18C is not working. I mean, there are, there are other uh, uh, laws in relation to uh, uh, racial abuse when it's uh, uh, you know when it's overtly obnoxious. Uh, there are state laws, of course, that uh, that affect that sort of thing. If it is uh, racially abusive. Uh, racially abusive language is often best dealt with by more language. So uh, most Australians are not racist. An occasional individual is and engages in racist behaviour. The best way to deal with those people is uh, to uh, tell them the error of their ways. Thanks for listening to our latest podcast extra of Just Words. You just heard Senator David Lionhelm speaking with Just Words producer Miles Holbrook-Walk. Now, if you like what you heard, why don't you go back to the start and listen to some of our other episodes, or you can just dip in and out and download the episodes that take your fancy. This podcast is proudly made in the studios of 2SER 107.3. You can donate or support the station so we can continue making great audio. Just head to 2SER.com. Thank you.